magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 573. Uh, what's going on today, Eli? Uh, well, someone's calling me. Does that count? Mm-hmm. That's some killer timing. Suspicious phone number. Getting like, uh, I don't know what the fuck, how, where my information got put on, but I am on like literally every single uh political fundraising and polling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh email and phone list imaginable mm-hmm. i mean like if there's one that i'm not on right now uh those guys no one should work with because they're really they're not doing a good job <laughs> yeah they're really on the outs of yeah just bothering me 24 hours a day um so yeah i got i got that i got that going for me then it seems like somebody in the world of spam it seems like no matter how many times i unsubscribe from these things Mm -hmm. it just like doesn't matter like i'll just get the same email but from like a slightly different organization like i don't know if they figured out where it's like Oh, okay. So you unsubscribed from this mailer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but guess what? Like we sold your information to a hundred other companies yeah. that we also control. So we'll just send you an email from one of them mm-hmm. and technically not be breaking any yeah. anti-spam rules or whatever the fuck else. I, I used to be really diligent about like unsubscribing and marking things as spam and stuff like that. And uh, it always seemed like it got worse. Like when I was actively doing that is when I would get more and more and more. Yeah. See that I kind of wondered that for a while too, where it's like, if you actually like click the unsubscribe link, if these people are like, mm-hmm. Oh shit, this guy's reading our emails. We need to send them more of them. Yeah, no, totally. Like you, you just triggered them that they know you even opened it. I wonder, uh, it would be an interesting experiment to just, instead of like spend a few months and instead of uh, anytime you would normally unsubscribe to something, just like add that, sender to like a shit list email filter yeah and see if your like overall spam mailing mm-hmm. shit like goes down by not uh showing them that you're like actively mm. you know clicking their links or whatever because like it, it, every time you click on those unsubscribed links you look at the link it's like five thousand characters long with like all this tracking mm-hmm. bullshit in it and everything else so yeah yeah i yeah. don't know super sketch um so this oh, this has been a week of limited editions. I was just going to bring. Up. I've turned out to kind of not be quite as limited as I was expecting. Uh, well, I'm looking. So today, the analog pocket, like a bunch of colorways, launched that are all extremely limited. And um, this is like, yeah, th- this is the third time that they've launched a limited edition while still not having like their normal ones in stock. And we've talked about it on the show before. It's pissing a lot of people off, not just us. But like you see comments all over where people are like, I'm kind of done with this company. Like their marketing sucks. 
like doing this just is sucky and does makes me not want to support them. So yeah, so they went. They, they launched uh, two, four, six, eight, ten different colors. But they they launched at colors? they launches at eleven o'clock. Uh, we're recording this at one o'clock, and right now there's uh, let's see, orange, pink, and yellow, which I think I mean, orange and yellow I think are pretty cool. They're still in stock. Still, able my, to be yeah, my yellow is sold out on my end, and actually, oh no, yellow's back. Um, silver just was in stock when I checked like. 30 minutes ago and now that seems to be sold out I, which i was surprised i was like dang the silver is kind of one of the rad ones because it's like the gb the original gba silver um indigo was the game boy color i had so i was like ooh, but that i think probably went pretty quick but either way like if you just wanted a pocket and you don't care about the color or anything like that like yeah there's three colors showing to me in stock right now i don't know if that'll be the case when you're actually listening to yeah, this but that's not. still surprising i think um and I'm sure there's a lot of people too that are like buying one and then canceling because they changed their mind or, you know what I mean? Like when limited things like this happen, you rush and you get through and you check out and then you're like, did I actually, do I really want to do this or not? I was just like <laughs> rushing because I thought this yeah. would be my only chance, but then you kind of like come down from that high, I guess, and uh, start to think more rationally. Or maybe someone saw another color in stock and changed their mind and that's why a yellow popped back up and the silver's gone or whatever. But yeah, it's interesting because you could just get the device now if you wanted it. I guess the the one thing I can say is that at least they're not like charging more for these limited yeah. colors. It's like the normal price is the black and white ones. But um, I don't know. I mean, I seeing them in stock right now is like hard to not be like, oh, I want to buy one just to get one. But then I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. With this the problem thing that is my, my like, me you can't do. I, I would, I, I would, it would be hard for me to only buy the pocket itself and not also get like, this is, the dock is pretty cool. Yeah. And the case yeah. is really nice. And then like yeah. pretty soon you're like, all right, this is, this is now a $450 order with their absurd shipping. Yeah. Yeah. and and everything else you know at which point like yeah. i don't know it, you know in, in retrospect like it's, it's it's so hard to say i mean like i i i personally think the tech in these is very cool mm -hmm. and i think that i mean we've talked about this to death you know i think it's i think it's neat mm -hmm. uh in a general sense is it 450 dollars neat probably mm -hmm. not yeah i don't know like no, no. i agree i i'm closing the window there's no, I'm not going to let myself do it just because I can't. I mean, be, because, you know, like uh, the, the coolest stuff that it does is connecting to your TV to run all the extra right. cores yeah. um, that that work just flawlessly with the like 8-bit dough Bluetooth mm -hmm. controller and stuff. I mean, that's really mm -hmm. neat. But I mean, fuck, there's, uh, like, you know, you, you wanted to put together a way to do that similar thing on your TV for under $450, it would be hard to hard to think of the number of ways you could get that done right, right now. For, for less than like 50. Significantly. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, like, you know, even particularly with like that, the way that they're discounting the the older Steam decks, now the OLED model is available mm -hmm. to order. Or shit, buying a you know Steam Deck from an idiot like me that got a new one. Yeah. That or buy sold, a Raspberry Pi for twenty dollars, yeah, and so I sold mine for three hundred bucks. So nice. I mean, I yeah. don't know if that's good or not, and maybe I would I, say that's pretty good. It's somebody that resells a lot of crap on Reddit. Uh, it's hard to get 
much money back for used things. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that, so the analog pocket limited, but then yeah, the steam deck OLED went on sale yesterday and, uh, we had like mentioned, I think last week there was like a limited edition colorway and it was like super limited. At least that's what all the rumors were or whatever. Um, that thing was in stock forever. Is it still in stock? I haven't checked. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, um, uh, maybe it was in stock like all night last night. So like, but you had an issue, like you tried to order one and the, the website farted out and then it said it was out of stock and stuff. And so you like stopped trying. And is that when I asked you about it and you tried again and then it worked? Yeah. The limited yeah. one's still available. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, uh, fuck, uh, you know, who in God's name knows why steam is not capable of processing transactions but right. but yeah i mean it was it was super dramatic yesterday because like mm -hmm. i don't know i had kind of resigned myself to being like you know i don't really need this new steam deck mm -hmm. um i don't know it's it's cool i guess but you know mm -hmm. I, if i can't mm -hmm. get the the limited edition one which i don't even know why i need that at all i just <laughs> uh, whatever it's fine i'll, I'll keep my keep my original one whatever it makes no difference yeah. um but uh but yeah so you know there's the initial rush of mm -hmm. refreshing at exactly 1 p.m i got the thing mm -hmm. in my cart and then it was like 30 minutes of checkout errors until it was just mm -hmm. out of stock and i was like all right well fuck it i mm -hmm. didn't really need that thing anyway and uh, who cares and everything else and then you were like uh so i'm showing stock again looks like there you can still add them to your cart and i was like oh shit really and then just sailed through the checkout process no problem so, so you'd be 700 richer if i if it wasn't for me basically i mean i don't know although i i uh i've got someone locally buying my steam deck uh yeah. i'm gonna meet up this weekend for 300 bucks that's uh, rad I, I think that's worth it totally give uh, uh, uh selling my glow-in-the-dark analog that I got and decided mm -hmm. I just like fucking don't need two of them for 300 right. bucks to a friend of mine. So cool. I don't know. I, I guess you really cross your eyes and look at stupidly. It's like a hundred dollars to upgrade yeah. to an OLED, I guess maybe if I don't even know, I mean, I think it's worth, I think it's totally worth it. Um, maybe, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not hot on the limited colorway. I think that was my big, cause they sent a review unit of a regular one, which is fine. And it's one terabyte and stuff like that. So like for me to want to buy one would be just for the colorway. Right. Yeah, and I don't stupid. I don't like dislike it, but it also doesn't do a lot for me. Like the clear plastic stuff. Like I never yeah. really had. Uh, see, I like that. I like that kind of stuff. I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I, I never really had the clear plastic consoles growing up. Um, All my, all my shit was solid color. So, um, I don't know. And then, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's rad. Like if I got one as a review unit, I'd be stoked. Like, cool. I get the limited one, but mm. I, I don't think it's worth like buying one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I always, I always had a soft spot for clear electronics. I, um, yeah. one of the first like big, uh, you remember those electronics kits that used to be really popular in like mm -hmm. the nineties or whatever, oh, like yeah. the most complicated one that I ever put together was the clear phone. Mm, um mm -hmm. and i think i still ha have that or my mom still has it. i don't know it's it's the clear phones were rad my it's in the family ones, so. somewhere but yeah, yeah i like yeah. built that thing you know it was like a million uh you know for me a fairly precise soldering yeah sort of things like put i mean it was a kid so it was just you know yeah, basically yeah, yeah. doing legos with a soldering iron but 
don't know. Yeah. I always, ever since I did that, I was I always really liked uh, Clear Electronics. So I'm just a That's fucking cool. idiot. So. <laughs> well, like you, the the way you rationalize it to yourself too, I think is 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 worth it. I mean, you sold some stuff off that you didn't really need to kind of make it. So you didn't really spend a lot of money. Yeah, but. I mean, uh, yeah, because I was just like, I was just looking at, it, I was like, uh, I was, at first I was like, all right, well, good, I didn't get one, so fuck it, who cares? And then after I did, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I am like, I am like hitting a critical mass with dumb shit that I don't need that I bought recently. <laughs> and, um, well, so I they sent the review unit. It came on Saturday, and so I've had it for almost a week, and um. You'll be stoked. Like it's a really worthy upgrade, I think. And um it's 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 such a weird like I'm was gonna do a written review for this and I'm like struggling with how to frame it because it's like very minimal upgrades, but they're also really meaningful, you know what I mean? So like yeah. if if somebody last week bought a brand new regular old Steam Deck, I wouldn't be like, oh, dude, you should be freaking out and you should go buy an upgrade. Or if you've if you've had a regular one for a really long time, I'd be really hard to justify upgrading to this new one unless you were in a situation like you where you could like afford to or you had other things to sell to kind of offset it or whatever. But like, I don't know, it's 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 just a better Steam Deck, but it's not so much better than the old one. And really like. The big thing about this is the OLED screen, which looks so good. Does it have but... a glass screen or is it plastic? Because that was kind of like so for me, mm-hmm. the the OLED switch upgrade, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, a very similar situation where it's like, you know, if you have the if you have an old switch and you're happy with it, and you know, mm-hmm. whatever, who cares? Yeah, um, very similar to the switch OLED. But but like the upgrade to the glass screen on the switch, like makes it go from like feeling like a like cheap kids toy to like uh hmm. oh this is like this feels like a nice cell phone kind of build quality hmm. difference i don't know i don't know if it's glass but the steam deck not. is like very plasticky in general so i wonder if uh, yeah i think it's i think they didn't mention anything about that component changing so i would hmm. i would feel like they would have mentioned it if it was like yeah. plastic before and it's glass now but um i will say to your point about like something feeling like nice in hand um I did a lot of like back and forth testing and a lot of back and forth trying to, I did a lot of dumb shit on my first steam deck a year and a half ago, setting things up, getting weird things running like doom, all the old dooms and mortal combats and stuff like that. So I did a lot of weird shit at the time that I don't remember how I did. And it's not easily transferable. Like everything through steam, super simple, like cloud saves, boom, like you're totally in. Um, And there was even a few things that were oddball, third party added to steam type things that i was able to just kind of like drag and drop files but um oh and and pleasantly my sd card just like worked i just swapped yeah, it and it yeah, just yeah. It, everything was seamless in, in that regard cool. but some of the weirder things i had done that i just like figured out on the fly a year and a half ago i don't remember how to do and so i like did a lot of back and forth with the old one and the new one trying to get like things set up properly and stuff and trying to relearn how I like got something running basically. Yeah. So, well, I've, uh, what I found though with modern steam OS stuff, like mm-hmm. a lot of those like tweaks that we needed to do like way back when, like just mm-hmm. are part of the OS now and probably not That's really true a big deal. Yeah. A lot of the workaroundy type stuff has like a, a normal way to do it now, which has been nice. But, um, but yeah, so I, um, 
But what I noticed, it's funny because uh, the new OLED is lighter. It's they say five percent lighter, and it's like if you're just like to hold them side by side, you don't really notice it too much. But mm -hmm. then you, um, when I'm like holding the OLED for a long time, and then I have to switch back to my other guy to like do something for a minute. The second I pick it up, I'm like, oh, I can feel the weight difference a lot. Oh, weird. And then um, I actually prefer the heavier feel of the old one. It feels more like substantial, I guess, and less cheap, if that's the right word. But like, I mean, you know I mean, how something surprising. just feels heavy. It feels like quality. Yeah, it's it's um, that's I mean, that's what's kind of crazy about like some of those I fix it teardowns of random stuff where it's like manufacturers like particularly like specifically adding weight to things. Like yeah. this happens a lot yeah, yeah, like yeah. controllers where they'll add like yeah. a few grams of of weights on both sides of it. And then like people pick it up and yeah. like, oh, this thing is hefty. Like this is quality. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's quality. Just, it's basically, it's <laughs> like two fishing weights on each side of it <laughs> yeah. that are screwed in. Like it's well, it's it's a dumb thing to complain about because like in the the practical sense, uh, like it's going to be way better to hold for longer. Right. Like yeah. that's just you can't argue that. But like handling them back and forth quickly like that, I kept being like the old one feels better in hand Weird. and it was also partially like the uh finish on it i don't know if it's just because my old steam deck was so used but it f had a better feeling finish and it just felt because he just nicer in hand. and it's all smooth it's and worn in I now guess. yeah <laughs> so anyway but other than that in every other way the new one is better the screen is larger which is not a lot larger but it's totally noticeable yeah the oled is freaking great it looks so good. Like it makes the old screen look like ass. And it sucks because like the old screen, if you run like the decky plugin and you do the uh vibrant screen plugin or whatever it's called, and you can tweak all their colors and like increase the saturation and stuff like that. I did that a long time ago. And so like even side by side now, I don't tell a whole lot of difference. Like the OLED's obviously better. And, yeah, like, well, just so I wonder lighter, though... I guess. So the the Steam OS uh, what three point five point five or whatever mm -hmm. like just the one came that just out came out yeah uh, one of the big line items of that is a different a different color profile that emulates some like the same mm -hmm. color profile as the OLED or something like that so I wonder mm -hmm. with that new version side by side if the mm -hmm. difference is as significant you know I'm not sure I I went you can go in and like default your vibrant screen settings mm. or whatever and go back to like what it was and then the difference is super striking but i have not updated my old deck to 3.5 yet to check that like stock stock yeah. old versus stock oled but i will say that like if you're one of those person that's like not can't really upgrade to the new one or whatever like those vibrant deck settings like tweaking that makes such a huge difference um to the old screen and if you're just rocking the default old screen, like you should do something about that because you can make it way better. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I am kind of curious to maybe update the old one and see stock to stock how things are. But um, well, I think like the true magic of this, though, like isn't even necessarily the hardware itself, but like the fact that like, yeah. Valve is still able to put out these updates that like so mm -hmm. drastically increase performance of stuff like yeah. the. The stuff that, um, you know, been coming out and, and it, this was in the beta channel a couple of weeks ago. So I kind of talked mm -hmm. about this, but it was like all these games that were like struggling to maintain 30 frames per second on like very low settings are, I mean, there's, there's been this few Reddit threads of people that are just like beside themselves where it's like, oh my God, like this game like was playable, but it wasn't good. Yeah. And, you know, it was like kind of 
really struggling to run and now it's great yeah you know yeah. over a software update which is i don't know it really yeah. cool i wish i didn't try like um i don't i don't know if i purposely avoided it but i like stuck to a lot of older gen like triple a games and then i played a lot of stuff that like didn't struggle at all like sonic origins and stuff sure, so like sure. you know like i i wish i had tried more to try like more performance intensive games on my my old steam deck um to to have a better base of comparison for like the performance upgrade because hmm. the only like heavy game i guess you could say um that i'm playing right now is cyberpunk which i'm finally getting around to playing cyberpunk but um i i started on the oled and have been like super blown away how good it runs but that's also one of those like high profile games that i think everyone like cd yeah. project red and valve were both like had their hands in the pot trying to make sure this thing ran super good on the deck so it might be kind of a special case scenario but like um yeah other than that i I stuck to like 10 plus year old or older games when i was playing my steam deck usually instead of like really new stuff and yeah, so i mean I that's probably really... honestly like the way to go though i mean i i, I don't yeah. know i like i i gave um death stranding a, a good try on the steam deck mm -hmm. and you know, it was mm -hmm. this is when it was new you know and, and that mm -hmm. was that was definitely one of those games where it was like okay this is just like running on the like tiptoeing across the line to running shitty and yeah. i kind of was just like all right well I'm, i'll play something else and and i you yeah. know as, as a result i kind of gravitated on the steam deck just playing kind of like older stuff but it doesn't fucking matter it's a bazillion games on steam Mm -hmm. I mean, I I will never play my whole backlog. I don't even really need to worry about new games on it. But mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Like, it's great. I got nothing but good thing to say about it. I'm very excited for the Steam Deck too. Whenever they end up releasing that, I will. Yeah, definitely buy one of those with zero hesitation. I don't know. It's just I, I've just been really blown away by how much I use my Steam Deck. Like I. Oh yeah. I feel like I buy a lot of stuff in this space just because like uh, I enjoy, you know, mobile gaming, obviously, and gaming on the go yeah. and all that stuff. So it's very, very easy to rationalize collecting a lot of these things and just having them to mess with and, uh, you know, talk about on the podcast or, you know, with other people that are also into this kind of stuff. But like, I don't know, you know, there's there's a lot of it that once the sort of, uh, you know, I guess, glitz and glamour of the new thing wears off yeah. it's like yeah you know when's the last time you touch your play date you know like yeah right kind of kind of thing whereas like i use the shit out of my steam deck i mean it is yeah. like a permanent fixture on the table next to my lazy boy and <laughs> yeah, right. you know like it is rare that a day goes by where i don't like sit down with the tv on and play something mm -hmm. on the steam deck you know maybe mm -hmm. that's only like me farting around for 15 minutes or you know looking at the store mm -hmm. or you know, something like that, but it is, it is rare where I don't use it every day. Yeah. Which is, I no, think I, is really cool. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It's like funny because I feel like the smallest upgrades of this thing are the things I'm enjoying most. And like, one of them is like the, uh, longer charging cable, <laughs> which is mm. so stupid, but like the original charging cable is so like, just out of reach of being like a usable length. Well, yeah, you can solve that. Plug in. For oh, like totally. But it's getting a USB oh, extension totally. cable. <laughs> I'd like to just use the one or just cable. a normal you know extension I mean? cable, you know, like true. surely you've got a million of those around your house. 
probably and i i for sure have a brick that's like you know enough wattage and a long yeah. USB-C core like I, I i could do something about it but i don't um because i i like having the uh stock plug stuck plugged in and ready to go near where i work mostly and then for around the house i might use a different cable or whatever but um but yeah just like a dumb thing like that it's like an extra three feet or something two feet uh makes a huge difference um and then the case being like a modular case oh i can you can show it there yeah that that's actually like uh, one of these things that i was like really surprised that they even noodled with at all because i don't know where it is but i've got a i've got a case that i bought that is yeah you know like the inner case because it it is so like genius though like where you're just like why yeah why did they bother messing with this when they didn't really have to mm -hmm. i feel like that's such a valve thing but like this dude's pretty slim like it's barely much bigger than the deck itself right yeah i and bought something almost exactly like hard. that on amazon like yeah. i i have that waterfield one remember i we talked about it yeah, on the yeah, podcast yeah. when i like reviewed it or whatever um my biggest problem was that yeah it's nice and thin and stuff but it's really like it's not uh it's not hard like it's not stiff in any way and that kind of made me nervous this while being super thin is still really hard and protected like you'd have to try real hard to even push i guess you can push analog sticks in if you try but i don't know i i feel if i only had this i wouldn't be like stressing if i had to like toss it into a checked bag or something but if yeah, you want to like go go the extra layer like now the whole outer shell comes off and uh then it's like tank status and it just pops in with like velcro and now you have like the original it feels even beefier than the original in fact um because now there's two full layers of stuff going on so yeah see the one that, that i bought included. i have on amazon is made by tom talk t-o-m-t -O -T -O oh yeah yeah i almost bought one of those yeah which uh it's like always on sale i think it was like the one i got was like 20 bucks or something like that it's 30 yeah. normally but there's a 20 percent coupon right now so yeah yeah i think it's it's dumb that, this is um... frequently returned item i don't know i thought mine was great <laughs> it's dumb that um the that new case only comes with the one terabyte and not the 512 oled i feel like just bite the bullet and like let everyone have the really good case experience yeah that seems strange went through know. redesigning it and stuff but anyway yeah. that's a soup that's a small quality of life upgrade thing that's like very meaningful that seems like a small deal but it's actually a big deal um but yeah i uh oh and then just going back to what i was saying before is like i wish i tried more triple a games or whatever um on my old deck um part of it was like the juggling of the space right like um i played gta 5 on it before like and i that was a game that i think runs really well but also at least in the early days you had to do a lot of like tweaking to get things set up right um but like it's a hundred plus gigs or something you know so if i wanted to try like two really big games plus i have all, all the smaller games installed which slowly add up too yeah, yeah, yeah you're starting to do this juggling of of games and it takes so long to download stuff to the steam deck that it's like it it, it was an instant turnoff to me where i'd be like yeah i kind of want to try that but i don't want to have to delete this game and then take two hours to download that one just to like try something yeah we've um, run into that um you know at our house like so so lindsay has got the um 
I think she's got the 256, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you know, like, so, so we've shared our steam library and like, obviously I have, you know, way more in mm-hmm. my life just from using steam for 20 years or whatever than she mm-hmm. does. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm always like, she's like, for time to play. I'm like, Oh, here, try X, Y, and Z for my library. Just give it a download. Right. And it's like, all right, well to do that, I need to delete three games on here now. <laughs> uh, wait, you know, 45 minutes for these to download. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then try them out and then be like, well, I don't really like this one. I guess I'll delete it. Fuck. I want to play that game that I deleted. All right. Let me download that. Like yeah. the, I don't know. It's, um, I think the bigger is definitely way better when it comes to, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the storage and you just, cause the, like the ridiculous amount that games take up, you know? Yeah. Well, and one terabyte, it's not crazy, but it's meaningfully good where you can be like, oh, I can have like yeah, three or four. <laughs> have like three games on it. Yeah. But that's a big deal when it used to be like, what's my one big game I'm going to play for the next yeah. month and all my little tiny games swimming around it. Well, no, um, I mean, that was that, yeah. Like when, when Lindsay tried Baldur's Gate 3, it was like, all right, I have to delete everything on this mm-hmm. to download yeah. one game. Yeah, that's whack. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But um, yeah, so the extra storage is good, but that's something that if you're like handy enough, you could have upgraded on your own anyway. And maybe you're, some people are rocking two or four terabyte hard drives. I don't know, which good on you. But I think it's nice that they offer an option now that's one terabyte. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easily worth the extra hundred bucks um, over the 512. But um, but yeah, what else? I guess, the, I don't know if there's any, oh, Wi-Fi 6. I did have to download. So I mean, that's kind of nice, I guess. This is anecdotal because it could be like a lot of um, things could have been changing this outcome. But so before the OLED came, actually before I even knew they were sending it, um, I downloaded Cyberpunk on my old Steam Deck because I was I was like, I finally want to try and play this. It just got the big DLC and stuff. So um I was downloaded on my old deck and it took two and a half hours and I don't have slow internet. I have like pretty fast internet, but it took two and a half hours and it's the sort of thing where you just like start it and then you go about your day. Like you can't even wait for it to happen. It's like, okay, well it'll get downloaded and then someday I'll, I'll get around to checking it out. Yeah. Um, and so when I got the new one, I was like, okay, well that'll be the first game I download since I was just about to dive in on my old deck anyway. Um, on the new deck, it took an hour and a half. So an hour of savings, but it's still like too long to reasonably bounce between games. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like at least on the switch, I would go through times where I'd like run low on space on your card or something, delete something and then go redownload something It's like five minutes tops. Usually, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a crazy thing to like wait to actually play right then. And I feel like with the Steam Deck, even with the faster Wi-Fi, and granted, I don't know if my router is like optim optimized for Wi-Fi six anyway. So if you have like the yeah. latest like router that's good with all that stuff, it might even be better for you. But um, you know, two and a half hours, an hour and a half is is less than two and a half hours, but it's still like a I'm gonna have to leave and go do something else for a long time until that game downloads. Um, yeah i I think wi-fi 6 is reasonably new so if you haven't bought a new router router even yeah yeah if you haven't bought a new router in the last few years you probably don't have it yeah i um the other thing is like i have like two or three uh usb-c hubs that have like the ethernet port on them Mm -hmm. and um i don't know why i don't just like 
hardwire when I want to download something and you know, yeah, I mean, that's the thing plug like, in directly. And that would be the smarter thing to do. But it's kind of not practical, too. If I just want to download something like I don't know. But that's the next big game I'm going to try. I'm going to try and do it that way and see how much quicker it is. Yeah, I mean, on Amazon, you can get them for I mean, the anchor one, which I guess I would buy is 16 yeah. bucks. USB well, I've always had them because we would do we would hardwire in to record podcasts like a GC and stuff. Um, and then I'm like hardwired in now. I actually have like a on my desk hub that has one of those in it. But actually, I can just I can just unplug this from my computer and plug it into my Steam Deck and get wired internet. I don't know why I don't just do that. It'd be super easy. But anyway, um, so yeah. But overall, super stoked with the OLED. I think it's a great upgrade. I think it's a nice like here's the best version of this device going forward, and then. They can sell this for a couple of years and then a Steam Deck 2 will come out or whatever. I, I don't see where else they could do big revisions. Yeah. Um, unless well, they make it, like a slim or yeah, like a smaller version. There are also a few different interviews I saw um, where, you know, clearly they were just like going through the prepared talking points. Right. But they mm -hmm. reiterated like multiple times, like, you know, this is the Steam Deck that we wish we could have made like from the get go yeah. kind of thing, yeah. you know, um, which is cool. I mean, I, I don't it's uh, it'll be interesting to see when they release a steam deck too because i yeah. i don't because i i'm curious to see if the steam deck is going to have kind of a, a a impact on the way that developers optimize their game to make sure that it runs well on steam deck now because it mm -hmm. seems like it's gotten so big because yeah. i like originally when it first came out it was like um it was like oh yeah i guess We'll make sure the game runs on the Steam Deck or whatever, but we're not putting any right. effort into optimizing it beyond just like making sure that controls kind of work, right? Mm -hmm, Whereas mm -hmm. it seems like the install base of the Steam Deck now is kind of getting big enough where like maybe it makes sense to be like, well, no, we're gonna like we're gonna actually like put some effort into like a Steam Deck profile for our game that has yeah. everything already like automatically tweaked out and everything else. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be curious too if like um. Are people going to whine, start whining? Because that <laughs> happened with the Switch, right? Where people were like, well, people are always going to start whining. But like, you know, with the Switch, it was like... going to start whining? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> with the Switch, it was always like, okay, a game's coming out on all three systems. And people were like, oh, they're holding it back for the Switch support. And it could have been so much better, but they're not putting all their full resources behind the Xbox and PlayStation version so that they can have it dumbed down for Switch or whatever. Did you ever come across people making that point or trying to uh yeah sure but i mean I, I, it's just like i don't know man like yeah, i mean people... i can see people being like it, i guess with pcs it doesn't really matter because you can be like they give you all the settings to do whatever you want anyway so yeah. it doesn't matter yeah but um yeah i don't know i i think for sure steam deck is on every developer's radar as something that they need to at least try to support well um yeah, and looking at so, yeah. my Facebook Marketplace, like this, I mean, Facebook Marketplace is flooded with Steam Decks right now. Mm, mm -hmm. So, like, you know, if you want, yeah, I mean, like 512s are selling all over the place between like three and 400 bucks near mm -hmm. me. Um, uh, you know, if you find one that's well taken care of and you can steal it for 300 bucks from someone, awesome. Yeah. I mean, that is yeah. a super great pickup, particularly yeah. if you have no exposure to or no way to play steam games you know because like shit is it is like such a 
a vast pool of riches, particularly like when these holiday sales hit, you know, it's just like put $50 in steam credit to your account and you will have more games than you can play for months. You know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got, that's what got me really hooked when I bought a win max three years ago or whatever. Yeah. Well, so yeah, buy a steam deck, I guess. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, do you want to hit on some news of the week or you want to get into emails? Oh. What do you want to? What's your big what you news? Wanna... Well, I was just kind of um, saw you guys recently posted about the Diablo update that hit. I think it hit yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, it's been kind of interesting to me how it seems like Diablo Immortal is the better Diablo game between <laughs> um, you yeah. know, like the 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 PC and and mobile Diablo mm-hmm. games now, mm-hmm. and um, I I really would love to know, and I don't know how this would ever really be knowable, but like, how much more money do you think that Diablo Immortal is making compared to Diablo Four? I don't know, <laughs> a lot. I like it has guess. to just it has to be a lot, right? I mean. Yeah. Because you saw, did we talk about this last week where there was like, uh, uh, let me see. It There was a news story that, oh, this was just four days ago, so we didn't talk about it. So apparently in some kind of interview that someone from Blizzard did, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe this was a BlizzCon question. I don't know where the actual source of this was, but um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I think it was during BlizzCon. So I... A $15 horse in World of Warcraft, so a cosmetic optional player cosmetic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in World of Warcraft made more money than the entirety of StarCraft 2. Oh, Jesus. Um, That's super depressing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, though. It, you know, so, so I there, there was a lot of uh, capital D discourse among capital mm-hmm. G gamers. Mm-hmm. Um surrounding this but I, dude i don't know like the, the more i'm just kind of starting to like come to grips with this like weird new reality that we live in where like games are getting more and more expensive to make but developers are absolutely cannot charge more money for them mm-hmm. um under anything but the most extreme circumstances uh mm-hmm. i think it's a fair middle ground i mean like all this shit that like you just absolutely do not need to buy but mm-hmm. you could if you wanted to that ends up yeah. selling really well I mean, to me, that just seems like a a win win. But yeah, what do I know? I think it's fine. Like, uh, as long as you're not like doing underhanded stuff to fleece people out of money or weird dark pattern stuff or whatever. If you're just like, hey, if you got the money, you want to buy some dumb crap that doesn't actually matter, but makes you happy. I don't have a problem with that. Right. And like, I feel like that's probably the best form of like supporting a game or like ha- funding, you know, having a game get money. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if that's the way forward. Cool. But uh, I also feel like it's pretty apples and oranges to compare a game that came out 25 years ago or whatever to, you know, like a DLC item. But it yeah, is like an interesting. Yeah, it is kind of mm-hmm. interesting, like a full full blown game that was massively popular when it came out is not as as money making as like a little DLC item. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I <laughs> I certainly have spent uh, my fair share on cosmetics and stuff. So same, you know, well, whatever. Not in that game, but yeah, I've I've done similar. Um, 
but yeah so Di- diablo immortal i mean fuck this game just keeps getting better and better and better and like it's uh i it's it's kind of wild to me how this game has been so thoroughly dismissed by people that i know would enjoy it mm-hmm. but specifically because it's a mobile free-to-play game you know yeah, yeah. um and it, it it drives me nuts because like you know i was i was super heavy into diablo 4 when it first came out but they've done uh, it's surprisingly little to keep the game interesting uh mm-hmm. over the different like seasons of battle passes or whatever they call it in the game um compared to just like the ruthlessly fast content cycle that diablo immortal has come up with i've told my friends Mm -hmm. that are getting like they're like annoyed that they're bored with diablo 4 i do just download diablo immortal on your phone like it's Mm -hmm. you know if you want endless diablo that's updated all the time it is it exists it's called diablo immortal you don't (laughs) need to spend money on it if you don't want to you can just play it a little bit every day it's totally fine Oh, I would never play a, a piece of garbage like this. Like, yeah, you know, and but uh, whatever, it is what it yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that narrative like has to change someday, right? Like we've been dealing with that same. You would sort think, of for but shit, fifteen years. But I um, don't know. I, I, I do, I do genuinely still think that like Blizzard really dropped the ball with the way that they announced yeah. this game, though, and that. Yeah, I think is going to be hard for them to potentially ever come back from on this. Like, yeah, I I just I, I feel like I can live to be a million years old and we'll never understand why they just didn't kind of like sneak it out there and let word of mouth travel. It was like, hey, did you know there's this Diablo you can get on your phone? That's actually like mm-hmm. weirdly pretty good as yeah. opposed to like showing it to the angriest crowd of gamers on Earth at BlizzCon <laughs> doubling down. <laughs> on how it was dumb that they were angry and <laughs> just letting this weird thing fester for, you know, the longest yeah. amount of time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We live in hell. Well, so what can you do? There's the complainers and the loud vocal minority. And then there's like a shit ton of people that play and enjoy this game. So I don't know. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure they're not like worried about that but it is kind of funny that like the perception will probably never change for that game you know no no never i mean there there is probably literally nothing that i can do to get the friends i play pc games with that enjoy diablo 4 but got bored of it to ever Mm -hmm. try out diablo immortal in millionaires under any circumstance yeah which that's i don't know man We, we live in we live in weird times um jumping back to uh a steam deck talk real quick um valve just announced a uh for the 25th anniversary of the original half-life um they just updated the game on steam with uh steam deck verification and a bunch of other like fancy crap um which is kind of cool because my first time ever playing half-life was like three years ago on my win max hmm. and um that was like it was funny at the time because it was like the first game I really had to go through like button by button and map things to like controller buttons because there was no good. At least I didn't know at the time to how to get like a good like pro- controller profile for that game. And um, but I eventually like settled on something that was good. And then I played through entire Half-Life 1 and was like, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Like there's a reason it's like legendary classic. Wow, this is. This is true breaking news. It just got posted 10 minutes ago. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, so just one of the best games ever. Like I understand why it's up up there and always talked about. And I played Half-Life 2 all the way through when um, the orange box came out. And that was oh, in 2007 man. or six. Half-Life or 2 something. is so good. Oh, Half-Life 2 is so good. But it playing one, like you don't have to play one to understand two, but I think it helps a lot to play through one and understand like Gordon Freeman as a character and, and all the stuff he went through. But like, um, anyway, yeah, they just updated it on Steam and I think it's free. I already own it, so it's hard to see the price, but the tab says save 100% on Half-Life on Steam. So I think if you don't have it yet, and it just got a huge update. Oh, this, uh, looks, this looks really good. I'm free. looking at the video right now. It's like, yeah, it doesn't look like they up they upped the polygon count very much, but like the textures look awesome comparatively. Well, I also have, I played through the regular old Half-Life, but there's also the Half-Life source port that came out. Mm. Not, I don't yeah. know. In 2005, or I think something. there was a and, fan-made um, like up-res mod. For there that is. Too, uh, right? The name is escaping me. It's not called Half-Life. It's called. Uh... Oh, geez, it's like the it's name some, of the, some uh, clever name based uh, on Half-Life. Black Mesa. Stuff. It's called Black Mesa. Is that what it's called? No, I think um, Black Mesa is a expansion pack, wasn't it? I don't remember. Well, there's <clears throat> there's like the weird Valve-approved fan remake, and I think that's Black Mesa, but um. Mm. I have it. I've never played it. Oh yeah, that's it. Black Mesa. Um, that took like twelve years to come out or something like that, which is pretty wild. I've I've wanted to play that. I actually explicitly wanted to play through Half Life One vanilla before I tried to any of the remake stuff or whatever. Um, but lately I've been itching to play Half Life Two again, and um, that's got to be a great experience on the deck. So, um, but then I was like, well. I kind of want to replay Half-Life 1 again before I jump into 2. Not that it matters. Well, I mean, the thing is, with some of these old like FPS games, like they're they're not, I don't remember Half-Life 1 being like that long of a game. Right? It's, like, you know what's crazy is it's it it's decently long, but it's filled with a lot of I mean it it, it depends on what you want to do. Like I'm the the explore every nook and cranny type person hmm. and so like every map i had to like make sure i went every right way and checked out every little thing and jumped in every nook just in case there was a secret or something like that so like i for sure probably took twice as long as you would need to take to beat the game if you're just running through it um but there's also a lot of uh i don't know like padding in the terms of like getting lost in the different levels of of like the the complex like the inner workings of the complex and all the machinery and stuff like that which is part of the charm of the game but also sometimes felt like okay we're going to send you across the entire map again through this whole base over again or whatever it kind of felt like backtracking style padding except there's some newer tougher enemies that have spawned this time kind of thing yeah um but yeah super rad game just got updated and seems to be free on steam if you somehow don't own the original um Half There's life, also a documentary pretty... movie that they released too that I'm going to check out as soon as we're done recording. Oh, on this. That I see that cool. right here too. It's on YouTube. Is that that just released today? Oh, 13 yeah, minutes ago. Yeah, part of this. Oh, dude, I need to find an hour of free time. Um, but anyway, let's. Uh, dude, Valve's been the... on a fucking banger of updates lately. Like, I just like do not <laughs> understand like how they're doing this. Like, so um, yeah, my friends group has been playing a a, a lot of Counter Strike Two um lately which uh, and they update I that thought people were mad about that 
Oh, of course they're mad about it. Are you kidding me? Like the, the Counter-Strike community is probably one of the most toxic communities of angry old school <laughs> gamers uh, mm-hmm. imaginable. And arguably, potentially even one of the last bastions of gaming where people will just casually drop the N-bomb with no consequence. So <laughs> yeah, you got that going for it. Um, but uh, you, they will sometimes update that game twice a day. And it's like mm. the patch notes are not insignificant either. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, a, a mobile game update where it's like, oh, updated open faint or, you know, mm-hmm. just a dumb example. But, you know, like one of these things is like we changed literally, literally one thing in this. It'd be like, here's all these bugs we fixed. Here's tweaks we made to every map in the game and everything yeah. else. And I just like do not understand how it is that Valve is able to maintain the update cadence of Counter-Strike 2, mm-hmm. uh, Steam OS, I guess Half-Life now too, work on mm-hmm. a new fucking Steam Deck uh and just deal with like the day-to-day uh of running basically the default platform for pc gaming Mm -hmm. off a comparatively tiny little office in washington bellevue i mean you know it's probably just having infinite money and having to be able to hire enough people to handle something like steam and hire enough people to be able to do all this stuff i yeah i don't know I don't know. I agree, I though. It's kind of crazy. Is this is this what it looks like when you have infinite money and are just able to hire like the most talented people that just do incredible work instead of just churning and burning like it seems like the rest of the game industry does? Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the. I bet, fuck, dude. The patch notes for this Affleck thing is insane. Well, I also feel like somebody in Valve, like this was probably their passion project, right? Like, oh man, I really, I have all this stuff I would love to update Half-Life with. Can I do it? Sure. Take all the time you need. Hey, the anniversary is coming up. Let's set it for that. You know, like. But, but what's wild is like, it's not just like, oh yeah, we updated the textures or whatever else. It's like when you, when you look at the passion, it's like, hey, we even like went in and like uh, tweaked guns and stuff to make it like more fair for multiplayer and things like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What, what, how do they have the resources to do all this stuff? Like, I, I just. And how many people are actually like playing Half-Life 1 multiplayer? I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but it can't be a huge audience of people. It's like Gaben is some kind of like, I don't know, modern genie or something like that. Like it's (laughs) just really, really He does kind of seem like a genie. I don't know. Um, I'm just really happy that we have a company like Valve that exists in this world that. That's true. So far is not uh, corrupted by uh, the whims of shareholders and everything else yeah i mean like that's never never go public valve i mean that's really the the other unbelievable part of all this is just like Mm -hmm. they only need to answer themselves right and that's why they do all this cool stuff like i I just i I would love an alternate history where apple's in that same boat right like because they're so profit driven and tim cook especially has like been bred to be a, a profit driven like ceo and so it's like curious, like if they were like the same sort of boat as Valve since they they caught fire with the iPod, if they were like um, able to just do whatever the fuck they wanted, like explore their own crazy stuff, care about gaming, you know, care, yeah. not necessarily care about making every last cent that they could. Um, like, I wonder what sort of crazy stuff could happen. Yeah, I mean, that's but, that's the them's the breaks of being one of the yeah. best publicly traded stocks out there is number must always go up. Yeah, no true. matter what. So, um, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna hit the emails that we didn't have time for last week. Oh yeah, sure, go nuts. Um, because we, <laughs> it's funny because we did that Mac Rumor show, which was like an hour, 
And we were like, well, let's just pop on and record like a 15 minute thing. <laughs> and then we'll just let the Macromer show be our podcast for the week. And then we recorded like an hour ourselves almost. Oh, that's all good. Um, yeah. That was, I, I wonder who, raise your hand if you actually listened to all two hours of us talking. I don't think us. anyone actually, at least at comments on Macromers or the Macromers YouTube post, listen to it. I, I didn't check. I checked a couple of days after, but I, I haven't checked recently. But like, overall, I feel like there was the comments were better than I thought they would be for something like Mac rumors. I was waiting for them to be like, who are these jokers that are stupid and care about gaming? Like, yeah, I mean, they were, they were better than I thought they would be, but they were also just like a bunch of people answering the headline uh, of the, the show. And then not commenting on pretty much anything. Well, there was somebody that was like, who in their right mind would like take an hour out of their time to listen oh, to this? Yeah, or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what? like I don't know. Uh, Why do anything yeah, at, man, at that point? Valid um, question. So anyway, this is from uh, a couple of weeks ago. Scott emails in, and this is good because this is a topic I have been wanting to talk about um, for a couple of weeks. But it says, "Hey, dudes, longtime listener to the podcast since the Brad days, and still missing the Touch Arcade app." Rip. Yeah. No oh, kidding. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the new 4.2 Onion OS update, which supports the native Pico 8 app and includes Splore. I hadn't really messed around with Splore before, but it's basically a Pico 8 app store where you can browse a huge database of Pico 8 games and download them directly onto the Mini Plus using Wi-Fi. They have new and featured section as well, which helps with discoverability. Um, This is a game changer for Pico 8 since you no longer need to pop out your SD card and can now just easily download them directly on your Mini. It feels like the Mini Plus is now the essential Pico 8 device since many of the games feel made for a tiny handheld device. Um, It does require a $15 purchase of the native Pico 8 app, but it's well worth it. And then he links to the Retro Game Core video that goes over how to like get everything running or whatever. How do you spell (laughs) the name of the store? Because I can't find it. S-P-L-O-R-E. But I think you have to... It's not like built into the MiU right now. Um, I think it will be built in in 4.3, but uh, w- when they add the the DS emulators or whatever, I think all this Pico 8 stuff, but they added support for it. And so, um, well, anyway, just to wrap up. Scott I can just Demon, find people anyways... being mad that something costs money. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, I found it. Uh, anyway, so you guys would enjoy if you haven't seen this yet and hope all is well. So thank you, Scott. Um yeah, I I so I dabbled with Pico 8 on the Miu. It's great. And and like he mentions, it's like those games were made for like tiny screens. And it so it just feels like super at home. The absolute worst part was trying to find good games. Mm-hmm. And then trying to find like how to like organize them and keep them. And then you, you know what I mean? It just it just got crazy. It's kind of like um going through with the play date and going to itch.io just downloading percent. willy-nilly all the, the play date games and then trying to like suss out which ones you want to keep which ones you don't like whatever so it's just a mess so having an app store and then downloading straight to device like it i agree total game changer and yes, um there's so many good pico 8 games like it's it's nuts so i'm gonna fuck with this immediately after we <laughs> i have not i watched the retro game core video um and then i didn't get around to messing with this and then the Steam Deck came in, and I've just been messing with that. So I'm I might wait on all this stuff until the next Onion OS comes out, but that could be who knows when. So I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, like the the Pico Eight for me is like one of these things where it's like I love this on paper. 
like mm-hmm. the whole like everything surrounding like a kind of like made up little virtual video game machine that has its own limitations and mm-hmm. um you know everything else that that yeah creates these very specific games that for whatever reason like a ton of developers have spent a weird amount of effort on yeah. like remaking stuff yeah. specifically for the Pico 8 I think it's just uh, fun which is extremely a good cool. place to be but, developing games but yeah the exact same situation you were talking about where it's like you need to you need to be on like a level of like itch.io rabbit holing that i am just yeah. not there yeah it's like you, you got to go through and you find the games download and put them in the right spot it, very very clunky compared to anything yeah. modern that you're used to but fuck that is yeah like, yeah there's a, a remake of are they sorry they're most of these are called d makes yeah of like fez called fuzz mm-hmm. there's a i played that terraria d make there's a doom yeah. yeah oh man this is it's great celeste. the celeste is on here yeah yeah uh, i played the celeste uh pico 8 too um but anyway yeah super game changer um i've been meaning to ha- find time to dick around with all the Mew mini stuff that's going on but um, so wait so you need to uh, so to get this you have to buy pico 8 oh. for 15 dollars yeah, but you probably already had it because it was in that itch.io bundle that came out in 2020. That was like the racial justice bundle that like everybody bought and it came with like a thousand games or something. Um, I can almost guarantee you already own it. But if you don't, yeah, it's 15 bucks to actually buy the Pico 8 software. But I I, I for sure have it because I've, I've loaded it onto um, my RG351 maybe or something like that. I've had to go in and get the actual file um before oh, so yeah, i know okay. that i, I, see, I, own I it. see this now so it looks like so it looks like you don't need to get anything different beyond just putting the peak the new pico 8 thing on your right and then you load in the, okay. the 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 file from the paid for um mm-hmm. bundle um, okay cool got it so if you don't own it for some reason but i feel like a lot of people probably own that whether they even realize it or not um but anyway yeah, it's like one of those yeah. things that's in like every fucking bundle and you probably own six yeah. copies of it and don't even realize it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this next email is actually from Hacker Alias Shoes who emails us all the time. And he also mentioned some of this stuff too. So we'll, this is a little bit related, but um, going back a few weeks ago, Hey guys, so I watched the uh, Boogie 2988 documentary <laughs> and it was a wild ride. Super yes. depressing, yet quite fascinating. Did you watch this yet, Jared? I haven't watched it yet, no. Oh I don't know if God. I want to. Um, well, it looks like there's an updated one too, right? Like oh, really? the guy that made that documentary made a, a more recent, like updated version or something. But anyway, um, the unfettered access to Boogie's personal finances and life was really, I was really, I mean, spoilers, but the twist at the halfway mark had me shook. It was actually tough to watch that part in all honesty. That being said, it was a solid documentary and I'm interested to see what the director takes on next. Have you watched it yet, Jared? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, uh, that's another thing I need to make an hour time for that I, I haven't been able to. But, uh, you Dude, know, I'm going to watch the Half-Life documentary before I watch this. So. If you watch like the first, like, I don't even know, like, five minutes and you're not like, yeah. okay, I need to see what the fuck's going to happen oh, here. Like, God, see, I, uh, I have too much they just, stuff to They just watch. front load, like, just the extent of how ruined this guy is, like, yeah. immediately off the bat. Really? Like, okay. Like it, it basically starts with like how this dude was like the king of YouTube at one time and now yeah. ha- is like 
sitting in his bathtub uh wondering how in the world he's going to pay his mortgage because he shows you his phone and he's got like 75 dollars in his bank that's crazy um okay maybe i'll get around and watch it i've heard too many good things and i feel like I, I i need to be a part of this conversation so um so anyway changing gears uh shoes goes on to say eli i totally feel you when it comes to marvel snap i've been in such a love-hate relationship with that game for months now and have almost deleted it several times i could go hmm. on about the nerfing of cards absolute garbage economy and lack of series drops but for some reason i find myself coming back to play I've been taking a personal challenge, though, to not play this month and have been calling it NSN, No Snap November. Oh. So far, I've held strong and haven't opened the Snap app this November. month uh, or done any daily quests. What's your favorite type of deck to play? Uh, I've always liked the discard decks just because I have. But I, it, it's more of a function of I just like have all the cards to make a good mm -hmm. discard deck. Whereas like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it, it, the card acquisition in that game is the most irritating part of it. And so... Mm -hmm. If you don't have some of like the the main like cornerstone cards to make some of these deck types works, like there's just like no point in playing them. Whereas like I've got I've got most slash all of the cornerstone stuff to make discard work, so that's kind of usually what I end up playing. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I I like the game, but the economy is so irritating that like that's what makes me churn in and out of it. Is mm -hmm. I just like don't know who the fuck is going into this game and is like loading up the store and being like, oh, a ninety nine dollar bundle. <laughs> yeah. uh that gets me basically nothing like let me in on yeah. this and then you like you yeah. look and it's like number 12 top grossing so like yeah somebody's surely, doing all that surely people are buying it i mean like yeah i don't know i just i just look at the value the value comparison between like a hundred dollars on steam versus a hundred dollars mm -hmm. marvel snap and it's like a yeah. hundred dollars in steam will get you like are you like days worth of games sale. oh my god like you could probably buy a year's worth of games for a hundred bucks yeah. if you were like mm -hmm. very patient and everything else with steam sales and stuff like yeah. that versus like i don't know enough currency to like level up a few times and like maybe a unique like looking uh mm -hmm. art artwork reskin for a card right. and that's your hundred right. bucks an avatar right. maybe sometimes you know it's like and then you level up and then you're back in the same boat anyway because yeah need to get to that, that now it's level. like oh i'm I starved of currency that. again and uh and now i don't have what i need to continue leveling up so i just yeah. need to play as a free player or keep spending money i don't know it's yeah i, don't know, I do not miss i i'm not sucked into any free-to-play games right now but i do not miss that whole cycle because i had a couple games where i was real deep into that sort of thing where it's like oh man Life's going to be great when I can get this five, when I can upgrade to this five-star character or whatever. And then you do. And then it's like, well, now I need to get to six. And now I need all this other doodads and shit. And oh, so speaking of, uh, so we've been talking about Simpsons tapped out. I just like very mm -hmm. extremely randomly ended up talking to uh, two guys that used to work on that team that was maintaining oh, the wow. game. Uh -huh. And I was like, this is like the weirdest coincidence because I was just like shooting the shit Uh and, and like Simpsons tapped out came up. We were like, how in the fuck do like, do they even do like live ops for that game? And they mm -hmm. were like, it was extremely difficult. We were like getting to the point where we were like adding like just random ass characters that were like on screen for like one thing, like the, the guy that worked <laughs> at the, you know, that operated the carnival ride that was on screen for 10 yeah. seconds in one yeah. episode kind of thing <laughs> that's crazy like, oh my gosh well okay then yeah what i suspected was true and that it was real difficult to eventually come up with more yeah. content and stuff but that's funny yeah i have not um ventured back in since that like hour i i dipped in and played through like the tutorial and stuff i haven't gone back 
it keeps bugging me too and i keep being like yeah you got better yeah. things to do like i i didn't hate my time with that and i feel like there's a some joy to be squeezed out of it but also i don't know if i want any of that yeah i, I it's like it's like one of those things where it's like once you kick the habit yeah you know like yeah like when i when i I, I like so this time of year typically in the the winter i always go on like some fitness kick where i like quit drinking mm-hmm. and everything else and we're always like and then there'll like be a beer event that comes up and i'm like eh, i don't know i yeah. don't know if i really want to get involved in that again yeah totally um which is really okay, crazy and... to make that kind of comparison to a fucking free-to-play game archetype but you know <laughs> it is what too, it is too apt yeah yeah <laughs> um so shoes email goes on to say uh what I can recommend in the meantime is the new native Pico 8 wrapper for Onion with Splore. <laughs> oh, um, this incredible edition lets you browse Pico 8 games online directly from your Miu. It's an absolute game changer with easy access to hundreds of free games. There's even a clone of Suica game that Sean Musgrave wrote about. That's like the watermelon game, I think, right? I, I didn't really, I, I haven't so. done anything with that. Um, Pico 8 Raptor is 15 bucks, but you may already own it as it came with the Itch.io Racial Justice Bundle back in 2020. Um, that justice bundle also came with micro mages a ten dollar game that is absolutely worth playing that's a hot tip um between onion updates drastic and this pico 8 update the menu mini plus is the gift that keeps on giving i'll post the links in the discord for how to access all this all the best hacker alias shoes um oh that's that's cool actually i micro mages i'm i need to remember that to uh check out but um yeah and, and the drastic stuff is crazy that like <clears throat> I feel like when it was, I feel like when I first mentioned it on the podcast, like three or four weeks ago or something. Um, oh, the, the DS it, emulator, right? For the DS emulator is called Jurassic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like it was like uh, somebody got this running because they're just a madman and then figured out that there's actually a handful of games, DS games that actually run well on one screen or whatever. And um, I feel like since that time in a very short amount of time now, like the onion OS team is like, Oh yeah, we're adding it in the drastic people are like, Oh yeah, we made a bunch of tweaks to make it good on the me. Like, I feel like, like the it's happening gif where it's like, yeah. Oh, people are like putting the DS like is officially going to be a part of this thing. It's not like a weird yeah, it's, together thing. It's, that someone it's did. wild how quick this all came together. Right. Cause like when we first yeah. talked about this, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, I was like, Oh, yeah. it's neat. Uh, it'll be this will be cool in a few years i guess eventually yeah or it it totally felt like uh that's a neat thing to like dick around with but not like a meaningful thing um now it seems like it's going to be very meaningful it seems like there's a lot of games that people have figured out are good to play on the miu on ds games so yeah a whole new world of awesome games the ds has so many good games so um excited to mess around with that too like i said i don't know if i'll be able to I don't think any of the, this getting any of this stuff is not hard, right? Like I think it's like dropping no. folders onto your SD card and, and, and you know. shit like that retro mm. game core guy. I mean, like, oh yeah, it he seems just like walks you through everything. Yeah, anything you'd ever mm. want to do with one of these, it's like, all right, yeah, just yeah, follow exactly what this guy says, and if you get lost, right. watch his video and see exactly what he's doing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, psyched to. I wish I had more free time to mess around with all this stuff but eventually i'm going to get get these things going and i'm extra excited for all the pico 8 stuff because yeah that's yeah, hell yeah that is um, cool. and so uh and then we have one last email from uh from last week that we didn't get to um i don't know if you're gonna want to talk about this one actually oh, because it no. has to do with kong skull island 
Is that a topic you want to approach or not? I mean, go go nuts. Uh, This is from Connor from Seafoam Gaming, who is a frequent emailer. Um, Hiya, Naya. Busy week again. Glad Sean's okay. By the way, Sean got back from the hospital and stuff and is doing better and is recovering. So I know we were, he was gone for a minute, had to take some time off to get better. And the last I have heard is that things are going better. Um, but they're still kind of on the lookout to make sure things don't come back. So um, our best to Sean. Happy to have him back. Um, glad Sean's okay. Today's burning question is for Eli mainly after I saw his LinkedIn position when going to add him. Um, what do you think of the hit viral meme game Kong Skull Island that came out a month ago? <laughs> um, uh. And Jared, have you seen the JPEG epicness this game offers? Uh I so I didn't follow any of this stuff. Like I, I remember seeing that it was like a thing, and you kind of like gave me a very low level explanation of what was happening or whatever. But but basically, like your company released a game, and then it got like shit on, and then it became like sport to shit on it. Basically, and, uh, yeah. I mean, we were the target. And you know what? Like, dude, Reddit rage. Ad license games come out all the time. So like, why uh, why did this one particularly stick out or or whatever? So yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just uh, not the first time and certainly won't be the last time that right. you just accidentally get caught in the crosshairs, crosshairs of the yeah. internet. Uh, yeah, that, I, that's a good I mean, that's That's pretty much like the, the, yeah. the long and short of it, right? It's just, right. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. uh, many, many other people slash companies have been in the situation where it's just like the right person sees the right thing and it, you know, becomes a weird viral meme for whatever reason. And yeah. Uh, no explaining it beyond. Yeah. It just, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. Shit happens. Uh, yeah. I, like I said, I haven't looked into it too much. So I don't know any of the, the, the memes or whatever. It seems like it's all died away anyway by now, but, um, yeah, I mean, like most of these things, you know, the internet yeah. found something else to obsess over about yeah, like 48 hours later. And, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> so Connor goes on to ask uh, any memories of weird licensed game licensed games in general good or bad for me I remember the legacy of Goku game on GBA being a very weird game I somehow beat as a kid even though I can barely stand it now sincerely Connor from Seafoam C- Gaming uh, god there's so many licensed games <laughs> that um, I guess I have good My, and bad mine was of. Uh, I don't so you know growing up I was yeah, I mean, my family didn't have a ton of money, right? So, like, mm-hmm. that, I was, and it seems a very typical story of like '80s kids, where it's like, yeah, the NES, and then yeah. you very rarely got a new game, right? And when you did get a new game, that was like, all right, this is all I have to play for months. I'm playing and, it even if it sucks. <laughs> yeah, and no, because yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do? Like, go outside mm-hmm. or something? No, um, right. So for me, that was Back to the Future one year. And mm. fuck, did that game absolutely suck? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I loaded it up a while ago on I don't know one of these emulator devices, and it was just like such uh-huh. like uh, weirdly severe PTSD to like play through it. Where it was like <laughs> I still like because it, it was just, like a lot of these early NES games is just a game of like memorizing stuff, right? Because like yeah, very right. little was like actually random, mm-hmm. um, or at least it didn't seem to be. I mean, I don't know what is mm-hmm. random in that game, but you know, you definitely like learn to master like literally everything. And dude, mm-hmm. he came back to me like riding a bike, and I was like, blasting through mm-hmm. that game. And wow. I was like, oh my god, this is this is like 
uh, an entire summer of my life still mm-hmm. embedded in my brain. Isn't that weird? That yeah. I can get like so far into this like truly just awful video game that had like almost nothing to do with the movie right uh at all mm-hmm. beyond mm-hmm. like the most bare bones kind of like i remember if you like when you died if the photo would i think that was your lives was that the photo mm-hmm. would fade away like fade a little bit or, yeah. i don't i don't remember but yeah it's like you know i didn't uh i i've i think i've only i didn't own back to the future i think i've only played it via emulator out of curiosity and spent like two seconds oh it sucks couldn't Don't even it. stomach it so i i couldn't even imagine having to own it and be stuck with it for yeah, that you being know. your game for the summer yeah that being your game although i've had plenty of you know games like that but i think um i think my best well i'll say my best um licensed game memory from back then was before I got an NES, I had a Sega Master System. And I was like oh, the yeah, only cool. person in anyone I knew that had one. Um, but it was an awesome console. And so um, one of the games I had was was Ghostbusters. And so the Ghostbusters on Master System is very good. And I didn't realize that that's the only good version that came out. Because the NES one's bad. And there's Game Boy and Game Gear and whatever else. Like... Um, Every every or, or I guess all the different computers or whatever that, that it came out on. But there's like videos on YouTube that I've since discovered that are like, why is the Master System Ghostbusters good? And every other one is bad. Um, and it's super interesting. But just as a kid, I didn't know any better. I was just like, it's a Ghostbusters game and it's super fun. Um, it's funny to look back now and watch those videos and watch like deep analysis of of the different versions. Um and and see why this this master system game is actually like good hmm. um but i played the shit out of that game when i was a kid um and i feel like it just captures like the feeling of being a ghostbuster really well of like having to like manage the business of it um which is yeah kind of I, I my my uncle had a sega master system i remember playing the shit out of that game as a kid too and that, and like mm-hmm. um I don't remember what version I ended up like playing later, like the NES version. And I was like, how is this? This isn't even the same game. Like what? Yeah. What no, I, I played recently, maybe it was on the, my Miu or maybe it was on my RG351, but like not too far back. I, I went through and tried all the different Ghostbusters I could. Uh, and yeah, like the other ones are bad. It's so weird how that worked out. But um, so that was probably like my favorite license game from that what's, era. What's the, what's the cliff notes on why the Master System one is so much better? I don't remember. I think like um, I want to say the Master System one was the like original like version, and then other studios took on the other consoles ports, and then mm-hmm. like just like got things wrong about what was supposed to be like you know like uh, playing a game of telephone or something like that. Like, oh sure, they did what they're supposed to do on paper, but they forgot like the why of their why they're doing it and why it made the game fun or whatever. But I I, I would have to go back and like rewatch those videos again to remember like all the differences and stuff. But it is it is interesting because like on the surface, I think the NES and the Masters of One especially look very similar and do very similar things. And like the concept is very similar, but they just like aren't the same in all the right ways. So um and then i actually have another funny license game story um my like great uncle i guess when i was growing up um he lived in reno and he was like a gambler and he was one of those person that entered um like every sweepstakes type thing you could 
And that was like his thing because he was retired and that's what he did. Um, stakes, so huh? like every so often, probably a two or three times a year, I would get like a package from him because he like won something in sweepstakes. that was like for a kid or something he didn't want. Like mm-hmm. I got like this engraved like Louisville Slugger baseball bat with my name on it. And I got like a pair of rollerblades when rollerblades just came out. And we're like the hottest thing in the world. And um, one of the weird gifts he wanted in sweepstakes was um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure for the NES. Oh, and so yeah. like I get this free video game in the mail, which I'm like blown away by. Right. Like, oh, my God, a whole free brand new in the package video game. Um, so I'm just so over the moon about that. And I like throw it in. And um, I. <laughs> I it's I was young enough that I didn't know what the hell I was doing in the game, so I could never like advance far enough, right? And like mm, you start yeah, off yeah. in like a Wild West like like level or something, and I think like if you know what you're doing, you do the certain tasks in that level, and then you move on and you move through time, right? Like and it's kind of associated to where they visit in the movies, um, but I didn't really understand that until much later. So for years, this was a game where I just like played the first level. <laughs> Ran around, didn't know what I was doing, didn't know how to accomplish goals, whatever. But it was like Bill and Ted characters, you know, like poorly digitized photos of them from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Funny stuff like that. So that was another game that I can't say is like a good license game, but was one I have memories of, I guess. So, yeah, that was kind of me with um, the original Final Fantasy. I don't know why I got it as a kid, but it was like Mm -hmm. just on the cusp of being too complicated for me. I never got very Mm -hmm. far in it and like didn't really yeah. understand like the strategy or why like how equipping stuff worked or yeah you know like enemy weaknesses or any of the elemental stuff or anything so i'd basically just like fart around in the like first immediate little area eventually die and yeah um the first dungeon you go to and then no, have no idea what to do every yeah every few days you would do that same yeah, no exactly yeah yeah <laughs> i totally did that i there was another game on the master system i had called um Aztec adventure I think I've talked about this on the podcast before where I didn't know like what they wanted me to do in the first level which there's basically like this big um, piranha plant type boss but there's two of them and so I would find one and I would defeat it and then I would just roam around the level not having any idea what to do or whatever and it turned out on one screen it's like a single screen kind of Zelda top-down game um there's one screen where there's this one path in the upper corner that I never noticed before that leads to another screen where there's the second flower. And if you defeat mm. both, you can move on to the next level. But years, decades, because <laughs> I didn't I didn't actually pass that level till I played it on emulator, like when I was, you know, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. 30s or something. So it was just like funny, like that's a one of my favorite Master System games and I never got past the first level because I didn't understand it. Um but it's just like kind of funny when you're a kid. It just didn't matter. I was like, I'm yeah. just going to play this same level again and beat all the same enemies again and beat the one boss flower again and then just be confused for another hour. And then that's my gaming day right there. Cool. Yeah, yeah no shit. Um, so anyway, uh, thanks to uh, everyone that emailed in um, over the last couple of weeks. If you want to email us, podcast at touchercade.com. But like it always leads to some good discussion topics and stuff like that. Um, so thanks again for, uh, emailing, um, anything else you want to touch on? I feel like we're kind of hitting the limit of, uh, stuff to do. And I, uh, here. I don't think so. What do you, do you want to try to, are you busy for Thanksgiving stuff? Do you want to try to record anything next week or should we just say sayonara and we'll see, you? um, let's do it. 
let's do a maybe we won't be see you next week <laughs> sign yeah. off because um it'd be cool to do something maybe before on monday tuesday or wednesday maybe we could do a short thing or something like yeah, that but I, I'm, um, I'm around just let me know when does uh your steam deck get there um the i shipped yet a couple weeks right oh oh that's right oh yeah that's something else i was thinking about that um in regards to like that still being in stock like i wonder like they they can't make them and ship them in one to two weeks but like i don't know I mean, maybe I, they it, can i don't know like it yeah like because it's it's funny i just checked again i was like waiting for this thing to be like out of stock and it doesn't seem like it is and it actually seems like none of the models are um but the, which the i find interesting are slipping though but yeah that's what i was gonna say is is now they went from being like three to five days to now they're what seven to ten or something like that so the limited edition um, one when i looked last was like two to four weeks oh two Unless to four changed. so but even from like day one or even before the pre-orders were live the limited edition was saying one to two weeks so mm-hmm. it was always further out than the, the other models and so, like, I'm just curious, like, why that is or if that has something to do with um, these being in stock or do they really just. I have... don't know. I, I I was complaining to friends of mine about when I thought I couldn't get one of these. Is like, I don't know why more companies don't. I mean, say what you will about, like, some of the dumb things Panic has done surrounding the play date. But, like, mm-hmm. the ability to just, like, allow anyone that wants to just, like, order one of these and basically get in line is so yeah. much better. God, I know. Than all this, like, dumbass shit where it's like. Oh, you didn't push F5 at the exact mm-hmm. right time and you got some weird so checkout error. Like, too bad, so sad. Right. You right. know, as opposed to like, oh, yeah, sure, you got it, but you'll, we'll probably ship it next month. Like, that. I, even like, it, it's even stupider for something like the analog because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I also wonder if this being still in stock or at least some of the models means that like, things are cooling down with people caring about it. Right. It, and I wonder it, well, if some of that is due to the, the ill will about how they're going about things. I, I doubt it. I, I, well, maybe on the analog front, but like, uh, it really wouldn't surprise me if valve just has like a supply, a whole supply chain set up and they're just yeah. like, Hey man, we can just keep pumping these things out. You just let us know how many you want. We'll make them as fast as we can. True. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Crazy. Well, I guess as of this sign off, go get yourself a new Steam Deck if you haven't, because they're yeah. still there. Or just and buy one still on Facebook. Orange or pink analogs. Yeah. Or buy one on Facebook or, you know, secondary market. They're going to be flying off the shelves. I think I'm going to send my old one to Sean, which I'm nervous about sending something to Japan. Oh, but I think no you gave deal. me the pro tip of it's uh, no big deal. You just use um, use pirate ship, pirateship.com. That's what I use to ship and it stuff. Handles. Yeah everything automatically and it's the cheapest i mean cool. the, uh, pirateship.com is like the best like like remember um god i don't know like the two, two, 2000s or whatever when it was like mm-hmm. all these random websites were popping up and it was like fuck this thing is so useful this is awesome yeah. this exists oh like, yeah pirate ship is the first one of those in a long time where i've felt like that like man i cannot believe that this just exists and is so easy and solves a problem that i have so simply I agree, and I sell a ton of crap on Reddit and use Pirate Ship, and I'm so scared for that day for it to get ruined. Right? I know. Like, I know. Isn't it every time something that yeah. good comes along, you're yeah. like, okay, who's how's this going to get fucked up and ruined for me? Because yeah. now that I'm realizing how valuable and awesome it is, and other people are too, like it's bound to get screwed up. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like now more than ever, like I am just like sending random crap to people I know mm-hmm. so often because it like costs like six dollars. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, where, whereas yeah. before pirate ship, it was like, oh my God. Okay. Well, if you want this thing, like I gotta like go to the post office or like yeah. go to the UPS store. And it's probably going to be like 50 bucks to ship because yeah. God only knows why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, a big the, killer for me was like over the years, I've sold so much crazy stuff on eBay and then you, you just buy the, the label through eBay, right? Cause it's all super easy and it's all tied to your PayPal. It's all right there. Right. As opposed to like, no, I'll get my own label. And then I, now yeah, I go to the yeah. post office and whatever. So and you then, just do it and not yeah. realize how hard they were like screwing you on, on oh, how much yeah. it costs. Right. Um, yeah. And the thing with pirate ship, like I'm sure they're still making money, but they're probably just getting bulk rates and charging you like 2% on top of it or whatever. And they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. It's all automatic. It just is a, yeah. a computer program that runs and probably makes an yeah. absurd amount of money. Well, bookmark this episode because now that we're talking about how great it is, it's going to get ruined. Oh, it's going to get God. bought or something. Did I will get... legitimately be like unbelievably bummed if anything yeah. ever happens to pirate ship. <laughs> Because before before Pirate Ship, the closest thing that there was to that was like the stamps.com stuff, which like was shitty. It was expensive. Yeah. There was a point where it required a subscription to even use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were like all these like weird limitations and rules and stuff like that that still seemed like you ended up going to the post office all the time anyway. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, pirate ship, dude. Ten thumbs up. Amazing I'm website. I'm with you there. Um, all right. That's it for us this week. Uh Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash touchercade. Do all your holiday shopping through Amazon. Make Papa Jeff even more money. And if you go to touchercade.com forward slash Amazon first, we get to take a little bit of Papa Jeff's money. Uh, yeah, fractions of fractions of fractions of a cent. So that's it's amazing. But anyway, um, also shoot us emails, podcast at touchercade.com. We like getting the emails. Um and yeah, we may or may not be back with an episode next week. If not, everyone have a great Thanksgiving if that's a thing you do. Uh, otherwise, we will catch you on the next episode of the Touch Arcade Show. See ya.